everybody to episode two of I Want to Know. All right, amen. This week we're on a, a tough subject, aren't we, Mom? Yes, we are. This week we're asking the question, what can we do when we're dealing with a controlling person? Or what do we do if we're the problem and we have the controlling tendencies? Amen. All right, let's Go ahead and pray before we get started. Dear Lord, we just come to you today in spirit and in truth. And Lord, we just ask that everybody who hears the sound of my voice right yes. now, Lord, would just be blessed by the words that's being delivered. Yes, Lord. That they would find relief in their circumstances. Help. That they would be delivered Help them, into peace. Yes. In prosperity. Yes, Lord. And it, uh, relationship and trust in you. Yes, Lord. above all that. Above all. Above all. A true relationship with you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. You know, Misty, the word says in Jeremiah 29, 11, God has plans for every one of us. And those plans he wants to prosper you with and give you peace, a hope, and a future. What more could you ask for? <laughs> Sounds like a good deal to me. Unfortunately, the problem is a lot of us think that we can do it better. Yes. And that's where we kind of come into our discussion. And I, of taking control. Of taking control. Taking control away from God. Right. Everybody has some element in their life where they try to take control. They think that they have the, the best answer. The, the, they're the ones that are the, the best ones to do it. And we don't realize that any attempts that we make are meager compared to what <laughs> God can do. Through us. Amen. Amen. But, you know, there's a difference between someone who has some controlling tendencies which is everybody, to a person who really is fully entrenched in a need to control other people. We call that a controlling spirit. Yes. But nobody, get this, has nobody has the right to control another person's life. No one. Nobody has the right to take our choice away. Mm -mm. Um, a lot of times you'll see this issue rear itself in marriages or romantic relationships. Dominating, controlling spirit, demanding yeah. spirit. Yeah, often one person or maybe both um, will have that dominating spirit, mm -hmm. that need to dominate. And, you know, a lot of times you, you hear the word spirit and some people may balk at that a little bit. It's hard for them to imagine that there are spirits or agents of the enemy that are out there to carry out his will and intention. And a controlling spirit is definitely an agent of the devil. I have written down a few things. If you think that you don't have a controlling spirit or there's no such thing as a controlling spirit, then let me just give you some symptoms of a controlling spirit. And then, Mom, you can chime in as we go along here. If you agree or disagree... 
I mean, it would not be the first time we disagreed on something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, first of all, someone who has a controlling spirit likes to assume authority that they may not have. They have an inability to admit that they're wrong. You know, a lot, they are not willing to compromise or accept a conflicting opinion from someone else. They, you have to agree with them. Right. You know, there is no agreeing to disagree. They're right and everybody else you're, is wrong. They're right, yeah. you're wrong. There is no gray area. Right. They tend to take matters into their own hands. They don't believe anybody else can take care of it like they can. And they don't respect boundaries mm -hmm. of other people. They have no qualms with no. saying or doing things that are clearly outside of the boundaries of a normal relationship, a normal healthy relationship. I've seen it operate in, in uh, I'm sad to say, a lot of husbands concerning their wives and what they can wear, what they can't wear, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, where they can go, where they can't go. I mean, yes, I can understand using a little wisdom and and telling your wife, hey, I'm, I know this is not the place for you to go and give her that, you know, advice. But when you start demanding and dominating a person's life and also putting them under bondage that they can't wear makeup, they can't do this, they can't do that, you are now going to be accountable to the Lord for putting that person under bondage. And you're, you're breeding bitterness. Yes. Resentfulness yes. in that other person. And even the most gentle or kind-hearted of souls will eventually crack. Right. Under that kind At of... At some point, there'll be an explosion, just like you said uh, earlier. Usually it's in one or the other. It's called a Jezebel spirit. It's in one or it's in the other that they're controlling the other person. But it can be in both, and if it's in both, there's probably not a good chance that marriage will stay together. No, not unless some serious deliverance yes. comes into play, and both people really... And when I say the God. one controls the other one, Misty, the other one literally just sits, submits and just lays down and lets them walk all over them. Well, that's what a controlling spirit seeks out. Yeah, the weak. You know, they usually, even when they're looking for a partner, a, a spouse, they're looking for someone that they perceive to be weak. Weak. That they can be manipulated, can yes. be controlled. Yes. They're not going to usually seek out somebody who's got a very dominant personality. Yes. They're yes. looking for that very introverted person. That, that person that doesn't have a lot of. They're not like big decision makers. They're they're willing to. Well, what do you want? You know, they're just the kind of person that has such a soft heart. Right, right, exactly. What you're but what at. does that spirit usually stem from in that person that's controlling? What's causing the root of that? Well, it's clearly, it's kind of an indirect root, honestly, in my opinion. First of all, it's uh, a root of insecurity. Right. Because, and I'm not just talking about like what the world thinks of in, as insecurity. I'm talking about insecurity in God. Mm -hmm. They don't have <clears throat> trust. They don't have that relationship that we talked about last yes. week. Where they don't, they haven't yielded, surrendered to, to God. God. And so they're trying to take everything under their own 
strength, strength, their own control, and they are trying to basically do the job of God, but of course much more poorly. Um, but ultimately, that also comes from a spirit of fear. Fear. There it is. That's what I wanted to hear. A spirit of fear. Yes. I mean, if you have uh, a husband, and I'm not picking on husbands. We'll pick on wives later. <laughs> um, but if you have a husband that's one of those kind of men that has to know where you are at every moment. Yes. If you're, you had, to, I'm going to be home in two hours, and in two hours and ten minutes, they're on the phone. Who are you with? Are you cheating on me? Mm. Um, it's because there is a fear of losing control. Yes, there it is. You know, I'm going to tell you one of the cardinal characteristics of a spirit of control, and you may know this or not know it, uh, Mom, that is manipulation. Yes, very much so. That is the bread yeah. and butter. Yes. That is the bread they and butter. They know how to manipulate someone. That is, they they get others to do things their way. They try to make others feel guilty if they don't do it their way. Um, they, and then sometimes they may even, some people may even use flattery or feign concern for the person in order to garner favor, garner loyalty. Yeah. You know, but that a lot of times that happens early in the relationship. They, they want you to feel like you can yeah. trust them. <clears throat> yes. You know, they're just such a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. They, you know, do anything for you. They just love you so much. And then at some point, usually, you at see the marriage, yes. you'll see, it's like the, the trap just snaps closed. And it suddenly you mm -hmm. move from deceptiveness in, in, in using those methods to control, mm -hmm. guilt, anger, yelling to get their way, threatening. It's bad all the way around. Mm -hmm. It is bad. But what, you know, like you said, the truth of the situation, it's all a root of fear. Yes. So now that we've kind of talked about what a controlling spirit is and where it comes from. Can I say something now? Sure. Knock yourself out. Ephesians 5.21 says, husbands and wives, and this is where people get this wrong. They have read that wives are to submit to their husbands, and that's true. We're talking about wives now. But Ephesians 5.21 says we are to submit to one another. Mm -hmm. We are to submit to one another. It's not just the wives. It's the husbands and the wives together submit to each other. Amen? I mean, you're supposed to be one. Yes. Operating is in unison. And you know, there's no greater power on this earth when a husband and a wife come together and pray in agreement. Oh, my gosh. God will move heaven and earth for it. Mm -hmm. God will be right there between yes. them. Yes. And like I said, a lot of times you, you see this the most in husbands and wives. You can see it in other places, especially with parents and children. Yes. Um, ch parents will often try to control their children when they're younger because of fear. Mm -hmm. Oh, something's going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, if I'm not, you know, just constantly writing their case, if I don't know where they are at every possible second... You know, I'm going to find him in a ditch somewhere. How I many of you told me last week, wasn't it, there's 365 times the Bible says, do not fear? Right, fear not. Well, that's one for every day, like you said, mm -hmm. of the year. 
Yes, one for every day. And then a lot of times when children get older, the roles can reverse. Mm-hmm. And children will try to control their parents. Yes. Now, see, you're lucky because you have a daughter that doesn't try to control you. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up and regroup here. <laughs> Uh, mom. <laughs> no, you know what? She's uh, as uh, as parents get older. I don't know what it is, but uh, y- younger children uh, have a tendency to want to control their parents, and it's because they feel they know more than their parents now. They're in a dip. We're in a different generation of time. You know, we're in a different time, and they have learned so much more than their parents. And I know every one of us has all been guilty of that with our parents, trying to tell them, oh, this is the way you need to do it now. That's true. I think, you know, <laughs> we are definitely in an age where being, uh, respecting the elders of the community is gone. Is pretty much gone. And you just said the key word, too. Another thing controlling spirits do is they take away respect mm-hmm. from the other person. I mean, whew, they just take it away. They have no respect for that person to begin with. And they don't mind showing everybody around them that no. they have no respect for them. Exactly. They cast a lot of blame yes. on the other person. They're, everything is the, somebody else's fault. fault. Um, they're very critical. Yes. If you don't meet their expectations. And like I said, they threaten, they spread lies. Um, I mean, and, and the other person, unfortunately, is being... Pushed into a position of to be resentful and bitter. Right, exactly. Until eventually, they break. They break. I mean, a lot of you, a lot of people wonder how can this couple have been together for thirty or forty years, and then suddenly, it's over. Well, you don't know what was really going on in that relationship. No, you don't. Um. So, Glenda, (laughs) what's the solution? The solution is, first of all, again, I say, as I said last week, pray, Holy Holy Spirit, reveal to that person where their thinking is wrong and how to treat the other person, number one, God's way, and loose a spirit of humility and love on that person. Mm -hmm. Bind that spirit of Jezebel, controlling spirit. Well, I think if... If we're the ones that have the issue, and a lot of times people don't recognize that in themselves, first of all. So if you're someone who's listening right now, and you do recognize that in yourself, then that's a great accomplishment. Because a lot that's, that's the great deception of a controlling spirit. It's always somebody else, it's not you. So if, uh, the Holy Spirit is tugging at you right now saying, you know what, that may apply to me. You know, we have to remember that in 1 Timothy 1, 7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Right. But a power, love, love, and a sound mind. Yes. So if it's us that has the problem. What does love do? It conquers all fear. Mm -hmm. But if we're the ones with the problem, then we need to recognize that we have a need to control our circumstances. And it's directly a result of fear. And we need to seek God for deliverance, first yes. and foremost. Yes. We need to be delivered from that. And we can go to God in prayer 
and you know recognize that hey we have this controlling spirit and we need deliverance from it we need the holy spirit to strengthen us yes you know his name is yeshua mashiach he is the god who rescues saves and delivers mm -hmm. and the other thing that we need to do is is like we talked about last week we need to turn it over yes whatever it is whatever the it is we need to turn it we need to release it to god if it's uh, we think our husband's a deadbeat. He's not doing enough around the house. He's not doing the, doing something the way that we want him to do it. That has to be released. Yes. you got to just let God have it. And either God's going to intervene with that person, if that person is willing, or he's not. Because ultimately, we have there is a thing called free will. So how does free will... Let's say it's someone else is the problem, which is probably the case for most of the people listening here. Somebody else has got the problem. So what can we do when someone else is the problem? Well, like I just said, go to God. Right. Go to God and ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's with us on this earth. He's the God on this earth that, that is with us right now. In this room, he's with you and me, Misty. Mm -hmm. And we can ask him. Again, I say, change the wrong thinking that's in our minds to the right thinking of our gods because his thinking is right. It is right. And if you go that way, go with his thinking, you are going to see a blessed life. He said he came to give you life to, that you could enjoy and have it more abundantly. Is this the way you want to live, the way you're living, with somebody controlling you or you controlling somebody else? Or do you want to live a good life, a, a good life that is blessed? And, and full and abundant. Yes. Where you don't have strife and, and worry and fear. Yes, and you're living in anger and somebody raging at you every day. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's a sad life. But I think one thing that we have to acknowledge here is that we cannot, no matter how badly we like to think, especially as women, we like to think that we can change men. Mm -hmm. We cannot. No, but God cannot, can. God can if that other person is is willing. You know, if if, if that God will reach out to that other person, you know, He'll work with His heart. Yes, He will. Uh, but ultimately, there's free will, and that person has a choice to make. But the first thing we have to grasp is the only thing we can do is pray and release right. it to God. There you go. By all means, don't run home to your husband right now. Or if your husband's in the other room, don't run in there when he's watching the football game and yell, Honey, I know what your problem is. You got a controlling spirit. That's not going to go over well. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> that is not going to go over well. <laughs> All that's going to do is start an argument. <laughs> and he'll probably tell you how you're the one with the controlling spirit. The other thing um, that we have to do is we have to ask God to point out where we, and like Mom has said, where our thinking is wrong. Yes. Because I cannot tell you how many times I went to God over my husband and said, God, straighten him out. <laughs> He's clearly the one with the problem, Lord. Straighten him out. Get him, God. Only to, find, only to hear from God that I'm the one with the problem. 
Well, now, when we're talking about you know this person has a controlling spirit, you can still ask God mm-hmm. to show him, to change his mind, to right thinking, the right thoughts of God. But you're exactly right. You also need to ask God to change your thinking where you're wrong, where you may be feeding him, mm-hmm. where you are allowing this to go on, where you need to have boldness to stand. Right. But the main thing is that we have boldness to stand, but not boldness to strife. Yes. Because you're not going to succeed by battling a someone with control issues on their level. Mm-mm. They tend to be very headstrong, very yes. willful people, and absolutely will most of the time refuse to admit that they're wrong, especially when they're dealing with the person they're trying to control. They might go. That God might be able to reach them, and they might be able to admit to God, "Hey, I'm I'm wrong in this. I need your help, God." But you'll be the last person that they'll just come clean to until God's had a good shot at changing their heart. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, um, do we have anything else to add? I think we're pretty well controlled. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Freudian slip for you guys. Pretty well. And that one's staying in because I'm not editing it out. We pretty well covered the subject of control. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and wish all of you guys a wonderful and blessed week. Yes. Next week on Monday, we will have another riveting topic to discuss. And uh, we just hope that you'll join us and that you'll continue to just be to be blessed. Be blessed. And to find that the relief and the deliverance that you that you're seeking in this life. And just the peace. The peace. The peace. Yes. And joy. Yeah, I mean God wants us to be joyful. Yes. You yeah. know? How, how, are you happy? That's my question. Truly, are you happy? God wants you to be happy. Exactly. Amen. God doesn't want you sitting around being sad, sorry, busted, and disgusted. (laughs) God wants you to be profitable and uh, peaceful and joyful and full of love. Amen, sister? Amen. That's the way it is. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.